Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fallout Roundtable. This is a place where diverse individuals discuss various topics from the Fallout universe. Join us, the conversation has already started. Welcome to another episode of the Fallout Roundtable. My name is Maverick Stone. Today, we have Gingerino, we have Sassy Lady, and we have Romer joining us. Everyone say hello. 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 Hey, Romer's what's awake up? today. Yay. Before we get to our special guest of the evening, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. How you can find us? Just type the Fallout Roundtable. How you know it's us? It's the same logo as our Spotify. Uh, also, rate rate our Spotify. How about how about you also subscribe to our tw- to our Twitter at FollowRTB or send us an email under FollowRTB at gmail.com. We got a special guest today. We got Chip. Chip is back. Chip is he, back. He, he he wanted to come back. So right, he wanted to come back, y'all. He he chose to come back. We we, we, we did back. not force him back. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to come back. So, <laughs> well, awesome. So, um, how about you take it away, sassy lady? With okay, what you? I feel like I'm forgetting something now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you forgot to introduce the little one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Gingerino <laughs> Junior is on with us as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's there. We got the little guy today. Okay, a boy. Look at that podcasting legend. All right, like (laughs) on point, like knew his lines and everything. Don't worry, Chip. He won't be on the whole time. You'll get the spotlight. I swear. Yeah, no, he's gonna steal it though for sure. All right. So, uh, as mentioned, we have uh, Chip of the Chipmunk Show, a YouTube. I said it like a variety show, a sitcom, right? Like a comedy sitcom. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. It's really easy to find. If you just search Chipmunk Show, you're going to find it. And it's pretty hilarious. So we brought on the, uh, what is it? The Brain Trust, <laughs> the the orig- the uh, creator and uh, tireless, uh, I don't know, cr- the creator, the writer, the main star the everything guy to talk with us tonight about his show so take it away well yes thank you guys for having me back and it's a pleasure um i love your podcast and i love what you're doing it so many of the episodes are so good wow (laughs) there are a few though some of them are so good we we are aware (laughs) that some of them are like we all maybe maybe that. <laughs> well yeah i mean we all y'all have like hey that's podcast gold and some of them are like yeah it's always I mean, the ones you think that's not gonna fly and then and ends up getting the most hits like what do i not see that everybody else does kind, kind of like our nuclear power episode there's so many people on there and i'm like the the same thing what you were just telling i'm like yeah. what do people see in that yeah, we thought it was kind of lame when we did it, but we were just like, we got nothing else. Let's go with it. And then people actually liked There's it. <laughs> peek behind the curtain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I know. I, I often wonder if you if you could do the demographic studies at the studios, do how wrong you'd be on your opinions as opposed to what they're coming back with. But that's beside the point. That would be interesting. Yes. So, but yeah, the, the Chipmunk Show, um, that... Like many things in the in the community, I've heard this from a number of people. It was kind of the result of COVID in a lot of ways, or the genesis of it, um, because I had I had come from a film and TV background, and I had left it about I don't know eight eight or nine years ago. No, it was twelve years ago, and was going to do some indie work. And I did a little bit. I did a short film, and then I had started developing what would be my last project, which is this big. Pony Express feature film. And right when we got everything ready to go, and I mean, I can't even tell you years of writing and rewriting with various writers and then working with lawyers and the SEC and getting everything ready for, you know, to bring on investors. Right when we were going to open the floodgates, COVID hit and it really shut 
everything down. And it was hard enough on the studios, but independent film really took a hit. And everybody was cautioning, don't, you know, be careful, don't run into it, because if you're going to be bringing investment money into it, you're probably going to lose that. So you got to really weather the storm. And at first we thought, well, that's not going to be that long. <laughs> and then it just kept dragging out, dragging out, dragging out. And the effect of that on me was it was very depressing because to spend that much time and energy and money um, to hit a brick wall like that it was bad. <laughs> so my wife and I at the time were playing 76 and as we, you know, a couple nights in, another friend of ours joined up and I was, I turned off my HUD just to see what it would look like. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if you guys realize it, but if you turn off the HUD, you become a camera <laughs> and it, the light went on and it's like, well, we could shoot, we could make a little show or a movie or something. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do that, what am I going to do? And of course they thought I was nuts to even propose it, but I'm like, well, let's experiment. And my background, of course, is sitcom. And it, it, I did a lot of work in children's um, uh, children's TV as far as development and that kind of thing. And I'm like, I just want to do a fun sitcom and, and make it, you know, something unique to fall out and just have fun with it. So we did. <laughs> and I, we the first episode, we couldn't believe what we were able to accomplish with it. And that was looking at it now. It looks so primitive to what we're doing now. But it still had the same heart. And it's like, I didn't ever plan on doing multiple seasons, but after the first season, it's like, no, there's much more story here mm -hmm. to complete a story arc. And then I basically had already mapped out the first three seasons and actually planned four, but we're in right now, we're in the third season. We just are, we just started episode four of season three and Season three is kind of like the combination of, of what would have been the fourth season because it just it wasn't enough to do two seasons, but it's enough to make a longer season. So, but the, the thing is, it brought me back to life. I mean, a hundred percent creatively, and I have had more fun than anything I've ever done. I, this show is it is a joy to make. My friends that are in it, my wife and all my other friends who were, and now some new people that have come on from the community. It went from five to eight and is now about to grow to 10. And we are just, we have a riot when we do it and there's no stress and it's just so much fun to do as, and no risk. I mean, I don't have to worry about liability yeah, <laughs> and all the things true. that the producer has to worry about. <laughs> if you fall off a cliff, you just respawn right. <laughs> as opposed to major lawsuits. <laughs> so <Yeah>. dismemberment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can blow so, people up in, in the game and don't have to worry about it. And it looks <laughs> fantastic too. <laughs> yeah it does it really does it's very cool so i have to tell you you have a new fan because i was re-watching season two last night and my youngest came in and was like what you watching and of course he had to stay and was just like this is hilarious so yeah he loves it so you have oh, a new fan <laughs> oh i i love that i <laughs> i i get so much love from the community for it and i'm really I never expected that. I mean, I thought if we got a couple of views, it's going to be, that's great, but it grows and grows and grows. And, and people really have embraced the characters. And that's what I cared about more than anything else, because everything that I've always written, because I got it drilled in my head at UCLA long, long time ago, but it's like, and I'll never forget, I, you know, when I first started writing, I was writing, you know, spy thrillers and, you know, trying to emulate action Hollywood and, they were okay, but they never hit the mark. And finally, this one guy, because the first, prof or not professor, but the screenwriting teacher I had was, he won an Academy Award for a Jacques Cousteau film. And his ego was bigger than the sun. And he was just a horrible person. And yet I'm, I weathered the class. The next guy was an old sitcom writer who, I mean, I couldn't even tell you what his credits were, but he was a genuinely cool guy. And he told me at the end of the thing, he's like, I like your style, but just, just stop writing that and write from the heart, write what you know. And that's of course what everybody tells you. Yeah. It took me years before I did it. And when I finally did do it, then I, Dalton had an agent and I was able to, to write the way I wanted to always hope to write. And the Chipmunk show is a huge reflection of that because Chipmunk is very, very much 
autobiographical. I mean, his personality is very, very similar to mine, extremely over-optimistic and so on and so on. But he's based on Christopher Robin um, and, and Peter Pan to that point. And that, that always, I always wanted to, you know, get that out there because to me, and, and when I say Christopher Robin, the, the meaning of that is that the, the video game world to me has always been this place of escape and, you know, a place to mm -hmm. let your imagination run wild. 76 allows us to do that in ways that yeah. no other game to me ever has. Right. And to me, that's the uh, video games are the hundred acre wood. It, well, 76 for sure is like the biggest sandbox. And a lot of people have been taking advantage of that. It's like the biggest, um, I don't know, sandbox, playpen, whatever you want to call it. It's It's been great for people like <laughs> you to create things. It's awesome. Some people use it as a litter box. <laughs> Maybe. It, that, well, I mean, that's what some people call it. But yeah. But I mean, a lot of people are creating for different reasons. Um, well, that's what Gato Pub calls their fight nights in the litter box. <laughs> so Yeah, and there... I love seeing everybody's take because everybody's got such a unique, yeah. it's the same world and we're all populating mm -hmm. it, but everybody's got a very unique version of it. And I love to yeah. see that because it's, it's just the explosion of creativity that's come out of it. I don't think, and I, I think I said this in the last time I was on with you guys, but I don't think Bethesda ever imagined that that would happen i mean i, I mm -mm. my gut tells me they thought it'll be a short term you know we'll make we'll make a good profit it'll do fine and we'll move on to the next thing i don't think they ever thought we would adapt it in the way we did well, and they growing. were shocked that we didn't they expected it to be mostly pvp that we would want to kill each other all the time and mm. that didn't happen and that yep. shocked them they were yeah. like, why don't mm -hmm. you guys want to kill each other right and left? And we're like, oh, we're all holding hands and we're like gifting y'all the newbies and we're all just like, you know. Or nuking other people. Friends in the wasteland, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got the two extremes. You got the people that are like giving newbies gifts and then you've got the other people that are like nuking the crap out of other people's camps because, you know, they're charging too much for their crap. So <laughs> or, or it's just fine. <laughs> so, and it depends on the server, too, because I feel like people on PC are pretty nice and I've heard that. What is it? Xbox or pretty Us nightmare? Console players are well, not the Xbox nice. specifically. I think are kind of nightmare. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I came on Xbox that. and I I do fine. I mean, I I've got a number of people that'll show up from time to time, and we just, we have a good time. Yeah, but it's it's a different. I mean, yes, I'm running it. Chipmunk is running around with all these people and doing you know the same stuff, but we just have fun. I I, I just because. And it's not really a spoiler, but in season three, we obviously crossed over into Elder Scrolls. But as it rolls along, you're going to see we also go into Red Dead Redemption. And oh, wow. <laughs> as I was scouting, because it's the whole genesis of the character Victoria, and it's a beautiful pullback to the Big Valley at the end. And it's a whole nother story. And I won't spoil that. But um, the... When I went into Red Dead, and I've played Red Dead for years, it was the most, it's like, I am scouting locations. Stop tying me up on railroad tracks, people. Yeah. And stop sniping <laughs> me <laughs> because I just want to see if this is going to work in the game. But I can't tell them that. <laughs> and it's just a, it's just all out survival once you land in Red Dead. And so oh, <laughs> I've got people like, well, we can, we can be your security detail when we go in there. And I'm like, that's... It, just getting my head around that in order to film our scenes we have to have a security detail <laughs> so it's like well to be fair <laughs> i mean i know that uh when i've worked with the theater company uh, the wasteland theater uh they have people who are around to help kill any like anything that might attack the theater They've got mm -hmm. people outside that will do that so it won't interrupt the performances. So, yeah, it makes sense that you might need security. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a weird, the digital world can be very strange sometimes. But, it can. But it's fun. And I can't wait to do it. I, I, I was, ESO is a challenge to work in going from 76 because it, the, the mechanics work so differently. And it took us a while to adapt to that. And we have to constantly go into third person, which is frustrating. But we're, we're working it. But 
Red Dead, but it's so beautiful to film in. I mean, and I love 76, but it's like when you when we get to go into ESO, it's like, oh, everything's so beautiful. You can't yeah. take a bad shot. And Red Dead is like that in a lot of ways too. Yeah. And it's like, it's just a beautiful collection of games that come together in this in this season. Yeah, because you you went into ESO at the end of season two. Yes. Is when they all get sucked in there and then they're all wandering around. It's like they're in what Tamriel or whatever. It's like, where are we? <laughs> well, what I what I love about that, and it wasn't originally planned, is Roy the bartender, who's my second favorite character. Um <laughs> I was gonna he, ask you that later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he um is just a vault boy statue that well he he is and he's one of the experiments. He was an experiment. But I wasn't going to put him in season three. And I'm like, oh my God, wouldn't that be cool though if he was in Tamriel? Because then we bring Fallout and visually bring mm -hmm. the two worlds together just by that thing. It ends up being one of the funniest bits in the whole thing. And now, you know, now he's he can fly and he's <laughs> just all these wow. wonderful things. And now he thinks he's a pirate, actually. I <laughs> mean, stressing like why Fallout. would he want to go back to Fallout? He can fly. Well, right, <laughs> and, and which pisses Chip off to no end because, of course, Chip always wants superpowers and never has them. Well, he, Aww. well, I can't, won't, won't say. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> no. So, who is your favorite character from the Chipmunk Show? Well, it's is, is it Chip? Well, it, it is to a point, but I love Victoria, and my wife loves her because she just can do whatever she wants with that character. Because she has no restraint, and I and I love writing characters like that because it's just fun to just have no restraints. And she's she's gotten she isn't she's just this horrible person that will say or do anything. Is this Karen or no? That Karen's, Karen's good too, but no Victoria the Karen's um, great. Victoria Horn right the art is oh right Genesis oh right 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 just and and in season three she's at her best. Oh, is she okay? <laughs> oh yes, because yeah, so, we didn't see her a lot in two, like a little bit, no, but not a ton. She, she isn't. She's in Washington in the beginning, right. and then she comes back, but not not much. But it's all a setup. I mean, she she plays a major role in in season three. So, um, and not the ending for her you'd expect. So I, oh. I'm particularly pleased with that. But but yeah, I, I mean, Chip is at his core. He's my favorite character because his his outlook on the and that you know we were talking about the seventy six community and and the Chipmunk Show in general. When you look at the timing, um, you know, here's this all these people that live in that are in this post-apocalyptic hopeless world, and that's what Chip is. And he sees a hope. He or he has hope. He wants to rebuild and and has this op overly optimistic hope. And that changes over time. And he, he comes back to a more sense of reality to a point, but he never loses that spark. And mm -hmm. the community is in there having fun, helping. It's grown into all the things we do, Fallout for Hope and everything else, and helping each other and, and you name it. At the same time, our social, you look out, you turn on the news or whatever, and it's like, mm -hmm. this is depressing. I mean, how did we get to this point? Yeah. And yet here we are in, you know, creating and doing our own thing, which is the antithesis of that. And that's a great thing. And that's what I love so much about these projects and you guys and the community and everything else, because to me, it's the way the rest of the world should be right now. <laughs> exactly. That would be lovely. So we've got each other. <laughs> but I don't know. I, uh, I really like Tulip. I, uh, I really, I like how straightforward she is. Uh, we have a fan. She's yes, I do. I do like Linda's character. That's really great. Yeah, she just, I don't know. She's just like, is she going to come on? This is how it is. I'm going to bring her on real quick. Linda, yeah. come in here for let's a see second. Linda. Come on, Linda. Linda. Let's get Linda, in. Linda, honey, listen. Honey, listen. Linda. Let's well, she's fine. listed as co creator. She, well, she should be. <laughs> and she very much is. She's, she is. Well, first of all, I have to credit her for writing the lyrics to the Joyfinger song at the end of the Joyfinger episode. Yes, it is. Come on. No, 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 come on, come on. She's like, oh, my hair's a mess. <laughs> Linda, listen, always give in the peer pressure. Come, just, come here. She's come on, just come giving on, to man, we don't bite. Come on, I love Tulip. She, she said, give me a minute. I understand why. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go, go, go put some lipstick on, sweetie. He'll be fine. That's fine. <laughs> But um, she, that that's gonna make her night sassy. Thanks. Well, good. So, no, I, I, I like Tulip because I because she's just 
you know, doesn't matter. She's just, she's all out there. And half the time she's just like, what are you doing, Chipmunk? What the hell? You know, it's just like so funny. It's well, hilarious. I have to tell you, it's totally based on the real world because that is how our relationship is. I love that. She is, that is so funny. Is, it, going back to Christopher <laughs> Robin. Right what you know, man. House, she is Eeyore. Right what you know. <laughs> so, but um, the uh, you're going to love the Tulip Park in season three. It's my personal favorite character arc of the whole series and I, it's so unexpected and it's so good and you will absolutely you you'll probably cry because <laughs> it is you oh will love man it. so i just <laughs> wondered like how did chip not hook up with tulip like how did he get hung up on shauna because tulip he even though we kind of hint that he wants to have a romantic relationship with her at the beginning, but it's only because yeah. he's never had a romantic relationship. Okay. So it's the first girl that comes along. Well, but he, um, come on, come on. But they have a lot in common. <laughs> I mean. Meet Tulip. I got the whole big head thing. Hi, what's up, Tulip? Hi, Tulip. Hi, better Hi, Linda. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Oh, to be on camera. <laughs> you Hi, have, everyone. You have a new fan club. But the Tulip fan club. The Tulip, the tulip <laughs> fan club. Yes, you are my favorite. <laughs> We're going to lobby to change the name of the podcast to that. The Tulip fan <laughs> the Tulip club. Fan club. <laughs> no. We now, are the Fallout Roundtable, a.k.a. Tulip fan club. <laughs> I love it. She also plays Victoria um, and has a ball doing that. And Okay. You can get all your aggressions out voicing a character like I that. know, right? It's great. <laughs> yes, you can. Victoria then, is pretty good. Yeah. She, she she's pretty ballsy too. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. Crack me up, you know, when she's laying under that supply box, you know, and, and she's like, Go get chip and they run off and she's like, You hit it. It's like, Well, you didn't tell them that they had to help you first. <laughs> they are the two of them her sons like I love. dumb and dumber <laughs> yeah they are. so the um but again going back to Joyfinger, that song because i wrote the original version and it was okay but it wasn't quite there she came in with those lyrics and i was because we didn't that was never planned and it's to date it's my favorite moment that we've oh captured because i'm like Okay, so Frankie sing, starts it in the middle by singing Joyfinger to the lyrics of Goldfinger. And I'm like, it, that was the joke. That was the end of it. Right. But then I'm like, oh my God, at the end credits, if we had Emilio dancing, and then it went from there, I'm like, no, it's not just Emilio dancing. It's Emilio as a silhouette doing James Bond credits. Oh, that was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be so good. So that's awesome. Wrote the song and it that's was great. I love it. It's fantastic. I and, do like those guys. Those are hilarious. They're hilarious. Yeah, so that we just uh, that's just a thing we we when I write the episodes um well I'm not writing them anymore but when I wrote them it was and this blew Ray Middleton's mind when I said this on his show is that when we write we just write what we want to see we don't write with the confines of the game in mind and then I'll write <laughs> these and then I'll give them to these guys and then you figure like, it out how later are do this? How, yeah. how are you going to do that there's no yeah. way we can do this to date, we've done a hundred percent of everything that's been written. What's coming, and that you'll see soon because you've you've got them. But there are things like you're going to say the same thing. It's too big. I mean, how are you going to do it? But we always. I don't know. After what I've that. seen out of what you've done in the first two seasons, I, I'll probably just be like, I don't know. He'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's how it goes. And the 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 original, you know, the first season we had the simple animations and then they became more complex and now I'm using a lot of Pond 5, but still, yep. that especially the animations with Roy and Joy and the, the, the they're just, you know, still images. They're statues, right? They're yeah. very South Park and it's like, well, that totally uh -huh. works in, in the, within the, you know, the, the sitcom. So I, to me, it's like, it looks tacky, but it's funny. <laughs> so. It was really funny. I mean, you know, they just stand there and it's, I especially love the part where they go to the symptomatic and is it Roy that's explaining like, yes. you, you know, I, I can't do much because, you know, my one good eye is hidden by my hand. It was like, so, so funny. Oh, thank like, you. They're like, why didn't you do this there? It's like, uh, Bela, my, my one good eye is hidden by my hand. It's like, because he obviously can't move because he's a statue. It's so funny. I was yep. like, of course. <laughs> 
No, I, and I'm, I always love hearing something like that because it's like those are written specifically to get that response. And when we know we hit it, it's like, oh, so <laughs> well, that is good. That is good, though. <laughs> so, and I love that you uh, gave Karen a bobblehead. That was just yeah. fantastic oh, yes. that Karen has a head now. So I can't wait to see how Karen reacts when she figures out, when she sobers up and figures out that she's been spiked with oh okay so that, that's where you are so good well that was the end of two that was the end of season yeah. two. Oh, i'm not gonna say that i have read ahead i'm not gonna spoil oh, no, anything no. <laughs> you've got right now you can go oh i haven't started season, season three yet three. no oh, i yes. haven't you'll, i should <laughs> i didn't realize fun. that i didn't realize episodes were actually out until i talked to you on tuesday and oh, yeah, you... so i wanted to refresh myself on season two so my son and i did that uh, last night and then he decided he wanted to watch Harry Potter, so we watched that <laughs> until <laughs> well, bedtime. We spent three hours watching Avatar last night, or the second one. So, oh yeah, my husband was like, "I didn't know that was out yet," and I'm like, "I'm not watching that right now." So, <laughs> well, we sat, we looked, and it said three hours, sixteen three hours. minutes. I know. And I was like, "I'm not watching that." Right that now. was the end of it. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, it. like that's that's a that's a whole other like thing. So yeah, I got to get caught up on the other episodes now, but. That's and whoever's voicing Karen, I gotta tell you, she sounds like Carrie Fisher to me. It's <laughs> just I keep hearing that voice and I'm like, oh my god, she's like Carrie. I love it. I love it though. Oh. So it's so good. That'd be a surprise twist. Carrie Fisher guest stars. Right? That would be such I'll a tell you about her. We wouldn't have uh Rugrats without her. She oh, was wow. at Disney and she, well, at the time at Nickelodeon, um, but she brought that to the, she brought that to fruition. So she's wow. Angelica. What's that? Oh, it was Angelica. Yes. <laughs> no, it's not a voice actor. She was a, she was ah. a, a, a TV developer, but she's been a friend of mine for a long, long time. She lives up here by us and her and her husband do theater up here. And we've been doing stuff for years, but I, I, she loved the show and I'm like, uh, you want to part in it? And she's like, no, no, I don't do any acting, any voice acting. I only direct, I only produce. And like, come oh on, well, yeah, she's killing it. Oh, oh she yeah. is, and she is, <laughs> she really is love loving voice. it. Yeah. We, right? will, we are on the floor sometimes laughing when she comes away with her laugh the last time. It's just like, oh my God, she's so good. And this <laughs> other guy is a friend of theirs, is now doing, he did some smaller parts. He did um yeah, David Mack. He did um, uh, the the professor or Doctor Creepy, and we loved it oh, so Dr. much. Creepy, like, yeah. okay, <laughs> do, what would you want to do, Chips Dad Pops? And he's like, "Well, what's he like?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he's a hippie, I guess." I mean, he was a ghoul in season one. We don't know much about him, but yeah, he wasn't around long. <laughs> but he kind of is a hippie. And he goes, "Well, what about if I do like Donald Sutherland from the Dirty Dozen or from the what's the movie he was in?" And with Telly Savalas, I can't remember. Um, oh, you mentioned it the other night, and I've already forgotten. I know. So that's that's, that's crazy. <laughs> but he totally channels that, and it's like, oh my god, he's so that's good. fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Oh, good. Fun. Awesome. That was so cool. Do you have plans for going back out to uh, out here to? That's part two. Laughlin this year. Yes, and as a matter of fact, after our break, was just in your neck of the woods. Two you missed ago. that part. I know my my I miss my cue. Uh, but Jaxus, what um, because I, I sh- and I'll go to the I'll talk about this in the second part. But um, we just shot Black Mountain um two weeks ago, and it's mm-hmm. the next one I'm going to edit. But through the weirdest connection of doing a little bit of research and how who how I could get up there, I found this 2006 obscure article about radio towers and the guy mentions a name in it and i called this guy and he's now the chief engineer of odyssey and he runs those things up there i'm like well i do this show would you be interested in doing an interview and could i get up there and he's like you can do it as long as you make sure no everybody understands nobody comes up here and i'm like yes we can we can make that happen he took us up there we got in the buildings we got I got all of Black Mountain shot. Wait till you see that. Wow. And he, he gave a pretty good interview. So it's it's pretty cool. Awesome. But I, and cool. I thought of you because it's like, oh, I'm in Henderson. And then I'm looking down at Henderson from the backside of it. And it's like, oh, Jax is down there somewhere. So <laughs> <laughs> Down there somewhere. You got to hit and me up. <laughs> even That's Stats cool. wants me to shoot a commercial for 
fall into Vegas. So we're going to be going back up to do that. And I actually got to look you up because I want to try and get some of you guys out there to do cosplay for that commercial. So I've already got Courier One and uh, uh, Vault Girl Blues and a few others who will do it. So I'll let you know when we're going to do it. All right, cool. Yeah, sounds cool. That's Any excuse to go to the Pioneer Saloon is worth it. (laughs) I wish we were closer. Okay, well, if they if you guys don't have any more to add about the um, sitcom, or if you guys don't have any questions or comments, bye, bye, Linda. Bye, Linda. It was great to meet you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back with Chip, and we'll talk about his uh, other adventure series, which is travel. All right, hold on, we'll be right back. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found. Welcome back to the second half of this episode. Or Yeah, it would be second half. Uh, wait. Let us continue this conversation here. Sassy lady, take it away. Okay. Uh, Just to reiterate in case uh, we missed it. uh, If you are enjoying our shenanigans, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at falloutrtb. You can send us an email, falloutrtb at gmail.com. You can check us out on YouTube and see some insanely crazy weird wacky stuff sometimes because you will see us in person uh just search for the fallout round table on youtube or uh any other socials but check us out give us a follow give us a like send us an email send us a dm chit chat with us uh don't look up jaxis's weird looking nose right now because that's strange all right so we're back with chip We've been talking about his sitcom, The Chipmunk Show, but he has another show that he, well, I don't know. Is it part of The Chipmunk Show? It is, right? But it's it, it kind of, of is different. Yeah, it, it, it evolved because um, it was about nine years ago. I did, I had gone out, we were out in Vegas and I, we were driving back and I said, oh, look, that says Good Springs because <laughs> I had never really paid attention to it before. I said, let's go up there and see what it looks like. And I went up and oh, it's like, oh my God, it's, it's this, you were in game. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool to do a, you know, like a photo essay thing. So I built a really bad vault boy head and had a vault suit. And I started going out to locations and doing photography and there was no place to put it at the time. So there, I found one fallout something and it was just like this little, yeah, I can't even remember what it was. It was just a chat type thing, but I could upload the pictures and people liked it and they were kind of fascinated by it. I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to, can I do anything more with this? And then I just, nothing happened. So I didn't really want to. Last year, when I went to New Vegas Day, um, I was so blown away by what people were doing and just everything else and seeing that all the people that were active in the community and out here. And I thought, you know, if I could do a video it would be really cool now because the chipmunk show is already going. It's like, wouldn't it be cool if I then did, you know, something more. And that's how I got to know who you were. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I thought, well, what if chipmunk in the real world does a travel show? Because it would be from his point of view, which would be fun. And then I just went with it. And the first one was, I talked to Stephen at, uh, who owns the Pioneer Saloon and asked if we could start there because the game starts there and he was all for it and then he gave an interview and it just went from there and I thought this is what I always wanted to do with with this idea was do it do essentially a travel show where we talk about the location what it evolved into was very quickly is like well this is a really good vehicle to give the gamers real world context for these locations so it's not just you know these designers went out and sketched some things they spent an inordinate amount of time and detail and attention to these locations and when you go around them and see that it's like to go in the buildings to see uh, mount charleston 
anywhere we've gone, and we we only cover about an eighth of them in in, in twenty two episodes. Yeah. But oh, there's so much, and it's like this needs to be celebrated. There's so much work here that gets taken mm-hmm. for granted. So that was what we did. And then it's like, well, I'm going to do a little, I'm going to take it one step further. And then we're going to give the history of these places. And when we started doing that, that's when people really started to engage the show. Because it was especially the strip episode, which is still one of my favorites. Because I had gone, I, there was never any plan, you know, we're going to follow the route of the courier, you know, try and make sense of the, you know, the game as far as what happens in the game. Like, no, we're just going to bounce around. We kind of ended up doing it very, it does kind of follow the game. But when I did the nuclear test site museum, well, I went to the test site, but I also went to the museum and got interviews at the museum and that broke into three parts. And then doing the strip episode when I'm talking about the history of Vegas and you get it into the mob and everything else. And then the just the Mojave itself, and then some of the more obscure locations, all of a sudden you get this incredible appreciation for what, why New Vegas is so embraced, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And it's because nowhere else in time or in the world have the most obscure things come together at one time. And when you look at it, you've got the nuclear testing, the mob, wild entertainment, um, Howard Hughes, mm-hmm. all of this happened at the same flashpoint. And it's yeah. like, Vegas is the most unique, incredible place in the world. And I used to hate Vegas because <laughs> I never won. But uh, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but then now I love it because it's like, there's nothing like it in the world. And I think the game designers and, and the creators they must have had that because they they bring it out in the game, you know, mm-hmm. with House and and right. you know it's post apocalyptic, obviously, but it, it's Benny, you know, as the tops, which is you know all of that's real yeah. world, and it's so inspiring, and it's like I love this, and that's what I've been able to really you know do with the show, and I'm I'm very pleased with that. Even even the we were just talking about the Black Mountain episode. I've got all this footage, and I'm like, how am I going to make an episode out of this? And it's like, no, I've got an idea already. When I, the Nellis one I just posted today, we we couldn't get permission from Nellis because well, there's a number of reasons besides security issues, right? Or not issues, but they've got projects going on. But um, the uh, the the response that came back was, you know, you're essentially, um, you know, we appreciate it, but in order to get a media pass, your demographics and audience needs to be so-and-so. And I'm like, the U.S. Air Force is telling me my demographics are too small, <laughs> but that's okay. So oh, that's I thought, funny. well, I can still just use images or whatever. So when we were out there, shoot, because we went up to Zion after we did Black Mountain, and I'm like, stop by, you know, get off by Nellis and I'll get a five-mile shot. So we did, and it's all I've got I, when I started. I mean, you know, we pull over from Vegas, we show the base, and then pull out, and here I am five miles away from it, and I talked a little bit. And then I thought, well, we're going to talk about the train tunnel, so we'll go down there tomorrow. And I thought, when I got home, I'm like, I don't have enough footage to put a Nellis episode together. But when I did, it's 15 minutes like the rest of them, and it's now it's one of my favorites. I, I It's just it's fun and informative, and it's just the, mm. the whole spirit of what we do with the show. So Black Mountain won't, I, I don't suspect it'll be a problem, <laughs> but as far as putting it together, but I never know when I do them, but Not everyone if you got so full far, access. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, and, it, and he did a great job. He, he gave a really cool interview. The noise is a bit much, but we'll, we'll work on that. But yeah, so that's the travel show in a nutshell. <laughs> that's really cool. So you did, you've been out West doing all the new Vegas stuff. Uh, do you have other travel shows in mind? Like, hint, yes. hint. I mean, I met you. I didn't meet you in the West. <laughs> right. Are you going to you. Appalachia? I met yes. you in the East. As a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we, we went out in, when we went out to um, Fosnacht in February, we shot all over and shot enough for 10 episodes, actually. Um, but we're going back, technically going back in the fall um, to to get the rest of the footage. So that's going to be a wild road trip. I'm really looking forward to that But because the dog's going to go on that one. Oh, but, wow. um, 
Yeah. Uh, Coyote has to be in it. We put her in the opening credits with the animation. So it's like, oh, is Coyote in it? Uh, yeah. And we left her home. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it, it's that, that, that's season two. So season one was the Mojave Wasteland. Season two is Sweet Home Appalachia. And, um, it, that's all I'm going to do because people have said, "Are you going to do Washington?" Or Wait, you do Boston? I, like, I would have thought you'd have to go to DC. I, I know they, and a lot of people have asked that, and it, I, I just, I'm getting too old, and too much is going on, and I, I love what we've done so far, and I, I'd rather go out on a high note <laughs> because I'll probably burn out, and I won't, they won't be interesting. But, but beyond that, other people do a lot in Boston and DC, and it's their ter- turf. And I don't, I, I mean, I felt awkward going to West Virginia, but you know, the 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 um, best Virginian welcomed me with open arms, and it's like, so we're gonna be doing stuff together anyway once i get out there but right. and everybody's like that nobody feels like you're intruding on their space but mm-hmm. i just i don't that's me i always feel like you know i i it's it's their turf <laughs> no but, but you also do like a you do a different thing than than best virginian does yeah so you know yes you both talk about west virginia and you like touch on history of locations for fallout and whatever but it, you do it like way differently because he t- he kind of goes off of a from a West Virginian aspect and hey there was a game here and this was in the game and blah blah but you're doing it based like on a fallout perspective sort of you know it's different yeah and i think i think that's why it's been popular for the most part i mean it can the 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 um <laughs> and that that's what's fun about doing it as chipmunk um and the um Oh, I lost my train of thought there. Um, we don't know anything about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know <laughs> that, that total derailed train of thought. Um, but it was it was something about the uh, just the style and the tone um, because the um, bear with me here. This happens. <laughs> um, oh well, it, that's fine. It'll come It'll back to you. So, yeah. Um, any questions about it? <laughs> about the next uh, the next season, about uh, Appalachian? So you, you're going to get more footage when you come back in the fall. Um, yeah. I know I saw you. So are you looking, you're, are you going to try and hit any other uh, festivals or just Helvetia's, like all you're going to make? Yeah, I know we're going to, pretty much canvas the state but one of the one of the reasons we're trying to target early october is that when i was in grafton um shooting there uh, they're going to have a cryptid festival on october 6 and they had she had, she didn't know the game her her the store owner next to her did and he's like oh my god we if, could you come back and blah, blah blah i'm like well yeah i don't represent bethesda i'm not right part of it. So I said, but I am going to be back to shoot more. And if you want me to come up, I'll be happy to do it. Well, then once we got to talking, she's like, well, how can we incorporate Fallout? And I'm like, well, you're going to bring a lot of Fallout yeah. fans if you start so promoting it. There's a lot here. of them in the area. And right. I said, so what is Grafton going to do? I mean, if you do Grafton Day, that would be cool. And once we started talking, it all came out. And they're like, oh, yeah, we could definitely do that. And we Get could have a big old Grafton monster running down the main street of town. Get just my are, bots rolling around. We will shoot him. <laughs> unless something changes, they are 3D printing a life-size Grafton monster just to do Grafton Day. Holy crap. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And the guy's <laughs> right up the street from them. It's like, well, there's nobody no here way. Grafton. Yet there's a there's a 3D printing guy that's going to do a full-size monster. That's a really cool. Full-size. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, you heard it here first. So make your plans to, to go to Grafton Day for real life. It's it's funny because I'm going to call her next week to to follow up and see what the plans are and what they want me to do. But yeah, we're definitely are going to do it one way or the other. Um, but wow. that's that's going to be the beginning of that trip. So if I do that on Saturday, I'm just going to devote the whole day to that, and then and tape, of course. But then we'll go out and hit a, as much as we can. So wow. That's it was cool. cool to be there in in the winter though because we we did go up make it a point to go up to um uh, top of the world which of course is yep. snowshoe and yeah. it was plenty of snow so they had snow really right cool. yeah 
they were in full operation at the time. Yeah. So that, that was cool. And it was fun to walk into the village because it's the same. It looks exactly the same. It's just not as beat up. But well, you know, yeah. How really cool. cool is that? So did you go up in the in the top of the world? No, thing? It's, they don't have it. it they, I don't know if they did at one time when I do the research, I'll find out. But they the lift now looks very typical of like Mammoth Mountain or any of the snow res, ski resorts, which is this kind of long, you know, thing for the cars to, you know, come in and out. It's not yeah. the big orange mushroom. I wish it was because that would be awesome. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I wondered I if they had that big structure where, because it's like the first, uh, like the top areas were roses. I don't know mm. what that's supposed to be a restaurant, maybe. And then mm. down below is like the shopping mall kind yeah. of thing, and what it's got it shops is, and whatnot in there. The hotel and the yeah, it's it that is definitely not there. Um, but the villages, the hotel and yeah. the road, all the stuff around that arena is and all that, that is all exactly as it is in oh, game. Wow. All shops and, you know, boutiques and that kind that's of thing. That's cool. It looks identical. It's the cobblestone and everything. And yeah. Tears. It's exactly like it. You see, people love that, though, because I know, like, people will go to, like, the real life places and they'll post pictures like on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And I know I'll look through them and they get like tons of likes and stuff. And people are always just like fascinated because they're like, Oh my gosh, you know, like the asylum lamp, mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know, that we have in the game. That's, you know, you can go to the asylum and like, there it is hanging up. People will take pictures. So like you go to the green briar, the white Springs and the trash cans, are the same like people take pictures of the trash cans like the carpets and the wallpaper <laughs> here we got ourselves one of the i know trash like there are people oh, at white trash trash or people at the green bar or whatever a are probably rug. used to like people standing around taking pictures of the trash cans because they're just like oh my god there's another crazy fallout person well, just like, you know they're taking the pictures of the trash cans again marge you know but like you know everything all the details like right down to the little like the gazebo that's out there with the little fountain the little spring out there and and all of the little summer cottages they're there they're all identical the golf club the pool all of it you know uh if you go to the greenbrier it's literally everything we have in the game obviously nicer but <laughs> and no responders thank you very much <laughs> hated that they let the responders trash the i wish they kicked them out because i had big plans for that the location. robots should have kicked them out you know yes. uh they kicked out everybody else they should have kicked out the responders well if they I tell you, just kept it nice they didn't have to go and like build crappy walls and stuff in there and like junk the place up but when i wrote season they made it dirty well, they piled all the furniture up and broke everything. It looks terrible. It's it's horrible because the the there used to be a big auditorium. It was a theater. Yeah, and it was you can't even get in there now. That I planned on using in episode three of season three, and I had written it all out. I imagined it all. I had my angles set and everything, and oh, then wow. they did that. And I'm like, oh, but they better not have messed with that. Like, it's closed yeah, off. Yeah, you can't get in there at all. <laughs> so well. So I mean, you can to, still do the, you use the auditorium at the high school. You yes, and we had to go back and use it again. But it yeah. it technically worked because Modus is down on his luck right now on our show. So, you know, it's the best it could get. <laughs> Although we say it's in the white, in the white spring bunker, but, you know, wow. suspension of belief there. Yeah, they don't really have a, anything like that in there that we know of. Yeah, it would have no. been better to be able to use the white spring one because i wanted it so bad right I, I still i still more why it. can't we go in there anymore <laughs> i know what are they doing you know why can't we go in there anymore it doesn't make any sense i know evict the responders sorry ray <laughs> yeah i i know I, I love ray it's not it's not nothing against y'all but like i thought you know like why couldn't they keep the hotel part you know give the responders all the little Little can you tell that, that the, go in anyway. making the white springs dirty really upsets her? It does <laughs> it, upset me. Triggers, it upsets me triggers to my core. Trigger warning. Yeah. yeah. At least they left the outside. Okay. Oh, so it... What are we doing? He's what he's playing. Okay. If you're on the YouTube video, Jax has been playing New Vegas in the background here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's at Hoover Dam. Trying to distract us. Well, he's he just got out of the ground, I think. The, he just started the game. Yeah, he's making his character. Oh, cool. Wait, didn't you just beat this game like last? No, it was Fallout 3. No, I played Fallout 3. 
Yeah, I, I just, just you guys were talking about New Vegas, so I so he's decided, decided to throw something up there. Vegas. You know, I'm the one who's supposed to be playing New one. Vegas, and he's playing it, New Vegas. It, it was more entertaining than looking at my head. You know, it really is. <laughs> Choose you, you're going side with the your yes man. Hats. Side with the yes man. <laughs> I've done that before. Have you? Uh-huh. I don't know who I was. I'm supposed. I've not played New Vegas. I started, got to. Did I get yet? Well, my computer wasn't good enough to play it, and I got tired of watching load screens spin and spin, like uh, the little wheel spin. Because we want to be a peanut gallery in the background. Yeah, so now never, I have a better computer. Never had a problem to... with that stuff. Well, my computer. I never nice did either. I think that's all I have for you, Brian. So if there's anything you else you want to talk about, plug, whatever, or anything. No, I, I, not at all. I, I, again, I can't thank you guys enough for having me on. And and if anybody's looking for the show, it's it, like they said, it's YouTube. Just search Chipmunk. At, two words, Chip. If you then, want a good uh, belly laugh, that's where he goes. Go watch yeah. Chip. Yeah. yeah. It really <laughs> yeah. is. I mean, that's we were laughing our butts off yesterday. Mm-hmm. People laugh. So yeah. I, I, glad that is happening it's so. good stuff it's good stuff and he, you know he's got a lot of quality characters on there and uh it's pretty fun soon so. to be another <laughs> if if you like Spoiler it alert. yes <laughs> um so and you if you go to apparently if you go to grafton day in west virginia or if you go to the new vegas day in uh good springs you can I'll see be there in this real year. life oh. Just look for the dude in the scout uniform with bobblehead. All right, <laughs> folks, that's going to do it for us tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, everybody say goodnight. Everybody say goodnight. <laughs> everybody say goodnight. Thank you for coming, Chip. Thank you, and uh, everybody. Uh, thanks for hanging in with us. <laughs> oh, thanks no, thank, for staying. Always a pleasure. So anytime. All right. All right, guys. Have a great night. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora. And all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, Come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.